0: other day where the Yankees try to suck, like it sucks to suck through the Yankees right now, bottom, bottom of the 6 2-1, two, oh, 2 count on Vladdy Jr. and Habs at 1-on-1 he's definitely doing batter to batter right now and, and this was definitely his last inning um Milwaukee's trying to hang on but that's that's probably gonna end tonight, um last time I checked the hockey game was zero zero. Is it still zero zero? It is still 0-0 between Vegas and um, Dallas. Um, Miami. Last time I checked, is leading um Yes, they're, they're 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 still up. But that's not even the story of the day. Story of the day, and and I I just want a preference by if true. If it is true, because I don't want to go all one sided then find out it's not true and I look bad. Um but there is a podcast out there and it's run by two ladies and it is the No Jumper podcast. And some people are under the assumption where these women are ugly. I truly don't think they are. Um but one of the girls that, that that was a guest on the pod, her Instagram handle is the slim da- da- danger, and she said that a football player, and you know you know him as Old Beckham Jr. His ad on Twitter is literally OBJ, and um, she said that. He that he wanted to fly her out, and she was not allowed to shower the day before she comes. So apparently, he likes his girls a little stinky, a little smelly. And you know, I mean, I would like to think that we all got fetishes out there, you know, whether it's being tied up. Or wanting a threesome, another girl in the room to spice things up. You know, maybe little candles. Maybe, like, feet. You know. But, but, but for the most part, those are no- those are normal fetishes. But there are some disgusting fetishes out there. And for some reason, this turns them on. And older Beckham Jr. has a particular fetish, possibly, that gets him going, man. It, it. Like, like, like you say we do something to get the people going. This gets little old Del Beckham Jr. going. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, he wanted the slim danger to straddle him. Except inst- instead, of instead of normal sexual stuff, her riding him. Sh- he wants her to take a big old poopy on his chest. So, apparently, when, when he works out, he's like, oh, I got to get these abs ready, man. I got to get ready for that shit. Oh, come on, abs. Get that shit. Get, yeah. So, apparently, when, when, when he sees the booty shadowing his chest, and he sees that shit drop, he's like, oh, baby, I'ma let's go. It's getting bigger. Come on, let's go. This is hot. This makes me excited. Woo, nala! no. And she was she was describing how she took the video. <laughs> she was holding her phone up, and she was saying she was trying to be all sexy and whatnot. But yo, listen, listen. And there are apparently too. There are some people that like to be peed on. Um. So again, listen. You know, I guess we should let people have their kinks. And maybe people shouldn't be talk shit about <laughs> with their kinks. But this is one thing where I'll say, literally, get offended and screw your feelings. You are not allowed to do something like that and, and, and think it's okay. Odell, if this is really true, I hope you feel bad. It's just like the weirdo, um, uh, oh, right now I'm blanking on the name, but there is a Blue Jays prospect catcher who during the offseason got caught in a parking lot jerking off the porn.
1: Oh, yeah, he's on the Braves now.
0: I forgot his name. Uh, Oh, now I remember, now I remember. Reese McGuire. Yes. Apparently, homie couldn't go to a strip club. Apparently, homie couldn't sit in his nice, comfortable bed and jerk off the porn. He has to do it in a parking lot. So, apparently, he likes to be watched. Now, that's that that's normal compared to what Odell likes. And if I was a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., like, hey, hey, again, if that gets him hot, okay. But if I was Odell, I'll, I'll, I would have been like, yo, shorty. Sign, sign sign, this NDA right here. And for people that don't know what that means, non-disclosure agreement. That means you can shit on my chest, but if you tell one person outside of the people that are in this room, which is me and you, I'm going to sue you. And, and, and one of the girls did say All- allegedly. So... But if this is not true, if I'm Odell, I have a big problem with this. And if I'm also Odell's teammate, I gotta shit on him about this. I'm buying emoji pills. I'm putting it in the locker. If I score a touchdown, I'm, I'm either using Odell and shitting on his chest, pretend to shit on his chest, and, and take the fight from the NFL because that would just be funny. Imagine seeing some guy catch a touchdown saying, Yo, Odell, come through. And then shits, pretends to shits on him. Or, you know, that's, that, or, or, get a dummy. Get, get a dummy and pretend to shit on his shit. I'm sorry. That's worth a $15,000 fine. That is hilarious. You know, yeah, yeah, and you then, know and, and, and then, of course, Odell would make fun of himself. And, and, yeah. that's, that's kind of the way to go, right? If you make fun of yourself, it, it's kind of hard for people too. but, and, and we'll talk about this more with our great guest Jay Stevens. But what's what's your thoughts on getting turned on by shit on your chest? Odell Beckham Jr. I has mine. can't
1: knock me off my pivot no matter what shit on my face is. First, and it's crazy because we had a pre-show meeting, right? You know, I was, you know, we had a pre-show meeting. I said this to you. You had no idea. So I said this to you, and I heard this too, now, allegedly, so it's hard, so I have to take, I have to, you know, say allegedly because we don't know, but if this is true, as I tweeted out, Odell Beckham Jr., you're a weird, you're, you're a weird guy, and it's crazy because when he was with the Giants, I mean, one-handed catches, you know... I mean, he, he had one playoff appearance, and he stunk. You know, he didn't do much for me. But now he goes to Cleveland, all these weird things get exposed. Like, like, there was another story about him. Like, you know, what's probably normal compared to this, about like him having, like, a French model eating pizza off his chest. I mean, that's, that's normal compared to
0: this. Hey, come on. That's Michael normal. K. likes to do that, bro. Get a nice pile of steaming Domino's right on the chest.
1: Compared to this, that's it. That's normal. Odell is a weird guy. Uh, And it's crazy because I thought we were going to be up with Amon Miller. He's out for the year. You know, he got, you know, he broke broke his ankle and cracked. He's out for a year. Big vote for the Broncos. But I thought we were going to have that. But no, Odell Beckham Jr. and his poopy fetish. (laughs) We're going to talk about more with Jay Stevens. But Odell, I guess this one's for the shit.
0: I just don't get it, like, like, once, once a girl shits on your chest, how can you go to regular sexual activity, man, you got the smell, brother, unless, like, Odell's brain and she's giving him head or riding, but then, right, if she rides, she has to be looking at the door, because if she's looking at Odell, that means she's literally looking at her own shit. Could you imagine, like, and, 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 like, and, think of it with COVID. Do you know how unsanitary that is? He would have to, not only would he have to clean up the shit, he would have to wash his body, like, three or four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Just, and, and then I still wouldn't even feel right. You would still know that there was shit. There was human shit on your body. But we're gonna table that for now. We're gonna continue that with the lovely Jay Stevens. Um, you know, football season starts on Thursday. Chiefs, Texans, let's go. And guys, we will do year two of our bet. Year one, I beat James by one game. And so so by tomorrow, we will have to decide if we are picking Chiefs, Texans
1: or not. Remember, we get we each get we each get a game. Yeah, that's how our bet works. We each get a game. So we get to decide. So if one of us gets a pick, then the other one. But we because well, remember, we pick a team and then after that we can't pick that team for the rest of the year. So we gotta decide. I think that's fair because so we gotta we so we get all thirty two teams, we gotta pick we use one team off the chamber, we can't use it for the rest of the year.
0: Well, we'll 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 talk about that after Jay, but that sounds pretty cool. We are here with our buddy Jay Stevens. What kind of shit do we talk about tonight?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh obviously guys, if you heard the first 10 minutes of this podcast, you already know what I mean by that. So, so Jay how funny do you think it is? If true, if true, could you imagine being turned on by having a female shit on your chest? <laughs> no, man, not at all. Uh, there's people that were already
2: on that uh, on that tab and they know we we're going to go right into it. But I mean, there's things that people in bed sexually to bed turns them on that is odd. I've heard of things, not that I've done things like that, I never will. There are things that people do that are odd to other people, but but that they're enjoyable to them. But now you talk about that part of a person's body and going onto your chest, yeah, um, that's disgusting. I'll leave it at that. Jay, I'm not gonna lie. This is not what I want to lead off with. Uh, I'm just gonna end this by saying that everyone, everyone
1: has their own kinks. I'm sure everyone has their own things that gets them going when it comes to sexual activities, but can we all agree that Odell Beckham Jr., if this is true, is a very odd
2: individual? Well, yeah, I mean, he's been odd. I wouldn't say this makes him, I mean, this is just something that is it's behind closed doors that got put on front street. I mean, Dwayne Wade, Gabriel Union, We may we've heard about what they do. I don't know why they talk about it, like, in public on radio shows and interviews, but they have things they like to do that Dwayne Wade likes. That they talk about. And everybody has their own weird things. It's just that some people's, like Odell's, are weirder than others.
0: That part, that part about Wade, I didn't hear. What does Wade and Gabby like to do?
2: Oh, um, how, how descriptive can I get? I don't want to get like too descriptive on your, on your podcast.
0: Get as descriptive as you possibly need to. Okay, well I'll just put it in plain English in words that we can all
2: understand and we know. He likes to get in his butthole 8 I'll leave it at that.
0: Oh, that's not. God. That's not bad. I mean, a lot of oh, a, a lot oh, a, a no. lot of guys are into that. No. That is. That is thirty thousand. That is thirty thousand times better than what old Doug Beckham Jr. is. That, that, that is. But I still don't want to hear it. That is normal. That's normal. But still, now before we
2: get
1: into football, we do got some breaking news. I'm um. Billy Donovan won't return as Oklahoma City's head coach. Oh, just wow. Got, guess,
2: okay. Just got the Wolves bomb from Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, you guys just saw Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that, was, that this was going to be their turning point because um, I thought they actually had a good young core, young pieces there. And with Chris Paul, they were better than expected. And I thought Billy really Donovan did, did a good job, but it could be his time to get away, get a new voice in there. Um, let's, every, every coach kind of runs out their course, with the team. I thought maybe he had a year or two left, but when you think about how long he's been there, this may be that time period where his time is up there, he'll get another coaching job in the NBA. I don't think he's a bad NBA coach. It's just sometimes your, your time is up where you currently are.
0: And right now it's Miami 89, Milwaukee 85, under three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, Billy Donovan, I thought, was an excellent college coach. Sometimes, I don't think it translates. The only coach that I think would have had any impact is Coach K, right? But Coach K also knows where his bread is buttered. He's making more money in college than he would ever make in the NBA. Right? So... It's, it's, it's kind it's kind of tricky I mean even 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 look at Harbaugh, right he's not he's not doing that great in college so so sometimes when you go go from pro sports to college or college to pro sports you're not it's, it's different levels you're talking from little, little ass kids sit, sit, sitting in the house saying okay mom I'm gonna take care of your son to grown men making 20,000 times more than you make. And it's just not something you can always do. Um, but Jay, your team was one and done in the bubble. You know, you know, in- injury problems. Coach got fired. What What was your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I don't think the injuries really had a, a really deciding factor on them being one and done at all. Honestly, I went, to, went into the series. No matter, if, no matter if we had the bonus, no matter if we had Jeremy Lamb. I still thought going into it, the Heat was a better team. We're seeing it tonight. They we'll want to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, this is a team that is best, that's, that's on a run right now That it's going to take an, a, a heroic performance from whoever it is, maybe Boston or Toronto. Both teams that I think will, or excuse me, can beat, beat the Heat and whatever whoever matches up with them in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. But back to the Pacers, I didn't expect them to get past the Heat. Um, the firing. When you look back on the extension of David McMillan's contract to him getting fired, um, I've actually used a podcast to read some up on that. Um, It was actually something that they had to either let him go, not resign him, hire a new coach in between the restart, in between the shutdown and the restart, or extend him and then see what happens. They extended him to keep the voice there, see what happens. Uh, He's not a good. I mean, he's not a good coach. Um, He could get. He could get some. Uh, more than maybe what you expect out of lesser players. But I don't. I don't see David Miller as a guy that's a that's an elite or a really good coach in this in this league. Really bad at adjustments. Really bad um, at game plans. Able to say um, just bad with matchups, putting the right five on the court. Um, I didn't expect much from them, and really, I expected them to win at least a game. But I think the way that they played was really really embarrassing and they had no option but to let that man go after what he has done here, uh, I think it was his, his four years as a, as a head coach of the Pacers.
1: And lastly, um, before um, last thing about your team, and I know we will get the NFL talk of, Victor Oladipo, um, we're rumored that um, could express interest in trading. I know the Heat, the Knicks, and um, the Lakers are all interested. Um, ultimately, Where
2: do you see Victor Oladipo? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Like, where do you see Victor Oladipo ultimately at? I believe it would have to be a trade. I don't think his contract uh, contract is up at the end of this year or the uh, next year for it to be like next year. Okay, so I don't don't believe it would be a of trade. I think I just don't think the Pacers would resign him. um, Maybe trade him to get at least something back for him. I'm not sure, Um, but I don't think he'll stay at all. I think he wants out. I think that was uh, something that we saw before the restart when we get to the first seeding game, where he made it, where he was, you know, made it clear, let it get out there that he wasn't sure if he was going to play or not. Maybe he'll play in the bubble. Maybe he won't play. He's practicing, going through full scrimmages, but he's not sure if he's going to play. And it just seemed like he wanted a lot of attention, which is cool, man. I'm like hey, you want attention? To, like, you're a basketball player. Basketball players love attention. People love attention. But at some point, you got to realize you're embarrassing yourself. And I'm thinking, honestly, I'm thinking either Miami or LA. One of the two first spot is LA, not just because of LeBron James. I think he wants to have a, a career after basketball, something in entertainment and music. And I think LA would be the spot for him, the best spot for him post career. Now I'm not saying he's going to retire within the, within the next couple of years. Don't get it twisted. I don't think that. But I do think, like LeBron, he's going to try to find a place to go while he's playing that he can live post-career to do whatever it is that he wants to do outside of basketball. But yeah, Olavipo, man, um, his body language, you could just tell. He's not in it. I don't believe it's all about the, the, the knee injury that he's had that he's recovered from. I truly believe
0: that man wants out of Indiana. What do you think his worth is?
2: I mean, he's a good two-guard in the league. Um, I wouldn't say he's a superstar. I wouldn't say he's a star. Um, uh, maybe a star, if, but I don't know. I just, I, I you, I Oladipo as a good ch- shooting guard. Um, now you may want to get a, you, you, you want to get a first-round draft pick and a player. I wouldn't w- want to say you would probably get two players, but the Pacers could definitely use some extra stuff, some extra draft picks with the way that, um, the lineup is. You can get a young player, groom him, get the right coach in, get the coaching player at the same time, groom each uh, work with each other to, move forward with the uh, both of their tenure, both of their time here in Indiana. Um but I'm thinking a, a, a first round pick and a player um, maybe two but probably a first, first round pick and a player is probably what his worth is. Um, it's not a problem. I always I, I say this so I know people complain. Some people, not saying you guys, people complain saying, oh, uh, the player's not an all-star,
0: the player's not a superstar, I don't want to. No, you need to really Yeah, you need players like Victor Oladipo on your team. Saying
2: that a player can't be the best player on a championship team, that's not a problem. That's not a problem at all. That's just acknowledging the kind of player that he is and what pieces need to be around him for that player to potentially get a championship. The longer Victor Oladipo plays, we're going to find that he's going to get slowed up a little bit. His quickness quickness won't be there. His shot's going to go be a little worse than what it is which are natural um, natural things that happen throughout a career. So I'm really looking forward to a big depot in L.A., um, maybe after LeBron's out with, with the way LeBron's playing, you don't know how his body is going to hold up. I'm very curious, though, with the bubble being played right now would end September, if they go to the finals in October that he's finishing, new season starting in December or January, I don't see them pushing that thing back any further. And then you also have another season next year. So let's say the season, next season starts in June, ends in June or May, whatever the Lakers or LeBron gets out of the playoffs, I think big will get to the playoffs next year. Going into next season, the 2021-2022 uh, season, you may see LeBron decline at a rate that's not normal simply because he's played way more basketball at this time with less time to recover than he normally has.
0: Um, I, I also, who would you like to see as their next head coach? And I think it'd be really cool if the next season started on Christmas Day. What would you think about that?
2: So I'll start with the coach first and then go to the Christmas Day thing. Um, the next coach, I really haven't looked deeply into this. Um, there was a guy, sports columnist here in Indianapolis, um, Greg Doyle. He wrote an article about how, uh, not Greg, uh, Becky Hammond would be, a good spot, a good fit for a head coach, good track record. She's recommended highly by Greg Popovich. And you know, not just coming from the Popovich tree, but when Popovich keeps you on his staff and he just lets you do what you do, it shows a great appreciation. And how maybe Becky Hammer would be a great fit here. Um I would love to have Nick I would love to have Nick Nurse. So honestly, I know it's not gonna happen. Um, that's kind of like my dream. Just get a young coach, a guy that that goes right into a place and makes them better than what they already are. Nick Nurse come to Indiana,
1: leave Toronto, leave to Canada. Pacers uh, fans would love you. No, um, being a little, being a little sarcastic there, but um, thank
2: you, I would not complain about that at all. I do not want Mike D'Antoni. Not that. No, I, I am not a big. I don't like the style of basketball that he that he coaches. Um, and I think he'd be
0: Mike D'Antoni in Phoenix. Where you, at least you have a big, you don't lose, you don't lose the big the What big about fans. Van Gundy? Uh, no, no, not at all. He,
2: if I'm Van Gundy, why would I leave my job with ESPN to come to coach the Pacers? Also, I don't want that man coaching the Pacers. you talking about Jeff Van Gundy, right?
0: Yeah.
2: I don't want that man coaching the Pacers when we had so many battles back when he was the head coach of the Knicks, and the Knicks put us out in the 99 I believe it was the semifinals or Eastern Conference Finals, one of the two, and the Knicks would to go to the, the NBA, NBA finals? finals. No, this is me just being set up. Me going back in time and remembering those
0: memories of my childhood. Not at all. No. What, what about Mark Jackson?
2: I would take Mark Jackson. I would. I would. I think he got. A, I, I think he got r- a, a, a rare deal, a raw deal in uh, Golden State. Now, granted, <laughs> it was the right move um, for the timing. Steve Kerr took them to a place. That no,
0: I don't know if we expected Mark Jackson to take them um, when he when he was there. Um, but yeah, I'll take I'll take Mark Jackson. Uh, I don't, I'm, or also I don't the last option, be. the 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 former Nets coach. I'm
2: not a big fan of analytics. Um, it could be that could be why I'm not big on Mike D'Antoni. Um, because I know that Mike D'Antoni, they in um the GM there in Houston when they let Mark uh, Carmelo Anthony go, they have a weird thing where. They um, analyze you look to numbers over a ten game span, and then pro- and then project how you'll be throughout the whole season. Well, Carmelo Anthony <laughs> was there for ten games at Houston. Got put up on the paint, was gone. Um, part of the analytics trend. I know Kenny Atkinson is a big analytics a- analytics guy, and I'm um, I, I, I just not not a big fan of that at all. I just want to point the record: it was the ninety it
1: was the ninety nine season that the Pacers lost to the Knicks that the Knicks ultimately went to the um, and to the, uh, East the NBA Finals in 99 and then in 2000 you beat the Knicks in the Conference Finals to get back to the NBA Finals so yeah, so they Kobe, Kobe went off in overtime. Yeah. I, I remember Kobe that. and overtime. I'll that. I will be honest even if the Knicks would have beaten, beaten the Pacers they would have gotten swept by the Lakers because Kobe was starting to come to his own and it was still Shaft was still the man. and I'm sorry like um so there's no way Ewing would have stopped Shaq. Sorry, that's a complete mistake. That that is like we're talking about crime Shack in LA, Hollywood Shack. There, there's no stopping. But now I'm going to go into the NFL. NFL is going to be coming back. Obviously, you got the Chiefs versus the Texans. Deshaun Watson got the bag. Ultimately, um, when it comes down to the Chiefs are a team everyone's picking to repeat. Um, do you see the Chiefs? Um, it could repeat, or you go, or
2: are you gonna take the entire field? Ooh, man, this is tough because every year you have the Super Bowl winner that is, is projected to go deep into the playoffs and then possibly win the Super Bowl. Looking at it on the surface, I would say I would take the field because repeating in the NFL is just so hard. It's not like in the NBA. Where you have teams like the Heat or the Warriors or the Lakers, even the Celtics teams. When you had uh, Ray Allen, uh, Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo, Paul Pierce, those teams—they only won one. They, they didn't win. I think they went back-to-back years, but didn't win back-to-back years. Uh, yeah. I, I have that backwards.
0: Um, late, late, late. There's they, they didn't go in 09 because the Magic were there in 09, And in 2010
2: they lost. To the, so they didn't—they didn't go back-to-back years. I had to think about that real quick. Um, but then you go back to the 90s, you had the Rockets go back to back, Bulls with two, three peaks. Um, it's just, it's, it's easier in um, a sport like basketball than it is in a, with a team sport like the NFL. You can have an elite quarterback, a quarterback that, that is playing at the top of this game, but there's other pieces there on the team that just aren't at playing the same way or the opponent has the right formula to, to slow down those other pieces. I just don't see the Chiefs doing it this year. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, But just the history of the NFL, um, it's just not likely that they'll go back to back. Uh,
1: So now, since you're taking the field, um, and I agree, um, so which team in the AFC will challenge the Chiefs? Because you got some good teams. You got the, you got you got the Ravens that still are working. Um, you got the Colts that are a sleeper team. Um, even even in their own division, Denver's another sleeper team that people are high on. Um, the Bills are a team that.
0: Is very you deep. do We're know you do know the, the field only doesn't mean the AFC, right? I,
1: I understand, but I'm talking. I'm talking first the AFC, then the NFC. I'm talking AFC
2: first. So sticking with the AFC, which AFC team could challenge the Chiefs? See, that's tough right there as well. Um, but as I look at it on paper, I'm not saying they won't go to get to the Super Bowl. Um, everybody has holes. The Colts have questions. The Bills have questions. Patriots have questions. I'm looking at a piece of paper right now as we're going over this. The Ravens have questions. Um, every team has questions. I think they you'll see the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I'm just trying to think of a team right now that is going to be able to compete with them without us having a preseason, without us even being into the season right now, that says the Chiefs don't get back. Um, right now, I, I don't want to go out on a limb. I'm not really big on predictions about that far out. But Since you're asking, I'll, 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 I'll play along. Um, I Competing with them, I'll give you a couple teams. Um, I think the Ravens can compete with them. I, I just don't think that they'll be as good as what they were last year. The Chiefs, the, the Ravens will compete. I think the Colts will surprise a lot of people, and I do think the Broncos in their division will give them a run for their money. But as, as the more I think about it, I think the Chiefs will probably be the winners of the AFC. Um, there's just other other questions that are there in the AFC that at this point in time, without having a preseason, I'm not able to. Uh, provide the best analysis about who's going to be able to, to compete with them uh deeper into the season.
1: I agree. Now now switching gears, what about what about teams in the NFC? So, assuming the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl, which NFC teams could knock them off in the Super Bowl? There's a
2: lot of teams in the NFC. Oh, I, I got I got uh I got one easily. I'll go with the second I want to maybe a surprise um, this one, I would say keep your eye on not saying it don't get this far. Um, I think the Saints are more so than previous years. The people say the Saints are destined for this. I think it was three years in a row. The, Saint, the Saints have gotten knocked out of the, uh, first round. I know there was a Vikings. I think Vikings twice. Uh, I know one year, uh, past an affairs championship game. So, the first time that sort of the, tour, the Saints have gotten to, Got into the playoffs, one-time NFC Championship game. It was the Rams, so Saints and Rams. I remember that game a couple years ago. Um, so, I think the Saints or team that you can't sleep on. Um, I have the flu- I'm have i very high on the 49ers once again who cannot sleep on the Seahawks. Uh, a surprise team, not that they're going to go deep into the playoffs this year, but I will say keep your eyes on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, if they can okay. see their offensive line issues, um, I think Tyler Murray, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins, that those guys there. It's um, on the 60-0 oh, line. They had last year the defense plays as they can. They will probably finish third in their division, but still squeak into the playoffs being the seventh seed there um, in the NFC. And lastly, the team that I'm high on um, is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh they the um, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm really a, not a big Cowboys. Cowboys fan um mr eight oh. nate mr mr average nate, <laughs> there, um Dak Prescott. there i do believe that you can win with that i don't think that that is going to be a quarterback that you're saying hey Dak, um we're going to give you the ball um we got two minutes to go we, we need you to drive 75 yards to score a touchdown no silver to score a touchdown i'm not saying Dak is going to be that kind of quarterback but what I do think Dak will be, I think Dak will be a guy that will do what is needed, that will play above than what people may project for him to be, to be a quarterback to lead his
0: team deep into the playoffs this year. I, I will definitely say that. Um, going on NFL predictions on CBS Sports, Will Brinson thinks the Colts will win the Super Bowl this year. Super high floor, bad division, massive improvements on both sides of the ball with the additions of Phillip Rivers, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, and DeForest Buckner.
2: The part of the reason I didn't say the Colts earlier, I don't want to be a homer. You already mentioned I'm a Pacers fan. So I don't want to be the guy come on and say, uh, oh, he's an an Indiana Indiana sports fan. He's going to go with the home team. He's biased. That was part of the reason why I didn't go off on them and talk about the additions that they have. Um, but when you look at look at the Colts, I think it's going to be a year or two I know he stays healthy. Because in previous years, he hasn't had a solid number two. When you have Michael Pittman Jr., a rookie, now Greg, this is going to be some growing pains. Especially without having a preseason where you're having to go up against somebody else, having a game plan, they're going to scheme against you and all that kind of stuff. So you're going to have the first three or four weeks for everybody. It's going to be not preseason-esque. But you're going to see some things, maybe a little, some guys more gig up than normal, just because you're not really, your body's not used to the, the regular uh, preparation period for the upcoming uh, NFL season. But um, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., um, alongside T.Y. Hilton, will help T.Y. Hilton stay, stay healthy longer. and Max, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Marlon, that got hurt last year, still rushed for 1,000 yards. I think both that, the addition of both players, both rookies, will aid those two players, GY and Marlon back, to stay healthy. Uh, w- one of the best offensive lines in football, which is the coach O-line. Phillip Rivers, question marks about him. what a better O-line? You can't expect to see a better Phillip Rivers than last year. Not a lead, not top-notch Phillip Rivers, nothing like that. But you can see a better uh, Rivers did last year. Then the defense, man, you mentioned the defensive front. Linebackers are hungry, they're healthy. Secondary is a question mark. Hoping to see a little better uh, play from J.D. Rhodes, not we saw last year at cornerback. But the Colts, man, I know I mentioned the Chiefs. I know I mentioned I'm not very high on the Ravens earlier. Still, they may be in the AFC Championship. But I would not be shocked if it's Chiefs, Colts, AFC Championship this year, and then if the Colts make it to the Super Bowl. It's all the pieces. Man, this offseason, everybody's hungry. Um, I, it seems like players are, players, are, players are working and grinding more than normal simply because of the virus. It's like, look, if I can't go nowhere, at least let me work out, be and my boys, um, when I can be. And I just think this team right now, man, um, from top one down from the front office, the owner all the way down, um, to the, uh, to the players, it's just ready to go. Also, they just signed, uh, just named rookie kicker Rodrigo Blankenship as a kicker this year. Uh, from Georgia last year, uh, great kicker, really good guy, really good guy in uh, in college, and really with, with the Colts fans, hopefully, hopefully not have the kicking woes and issues we had last year with Adam Vinatieri, where it seemed like no matter what that man was doing, he was just missing just about everything.
0: It would be so funny if the Super Bowl was Colts, Buccaneers. Because the last time Tom Brady saw the Colts, he whooped that ass with the gate. So that that would be a lot of storylines.
2: Well, think about that, though. I'll, I'll interject here quickly. The the Buccaneers are just like the Cardinals. They have holes on the offensive line, and the right tackle for the Buccaneers is a rookie. So both teams have issues on the O-line. They're bringing in a guy named Ronkowski who didn't play football last year. Already said he's feeling the best he's, he's felt since he started playing football. They got in the NFL. He's down 15 pounds lighter. His playing weight is 15 pounds heavier, which caused back issues. So, just me personally, I don't expect Gronkowski to play the entire year. Luckily, they have two other tight ends that play
0: very well together that will. But that's going to help that, though. Gronkowski He's not going to have that. to carry the load, you know. He'll he'll be on big key third downs and touchdown zones, and he won't have to play, you know, 20, 30 snaps a game.
2: Well, he didn't have to earlier. He had Aaron Hernandez before Aaron Hernandez with the jail, and he was still hurt. I mean, Aaron Hernandez and Gronkowski together, that didn't stop Gronk from getting Brock from getting hurt. It didn't uh, stop him from uh, his back, get in, the back issue, double issue, you know, the issue that he had. Um, and that's true. He wanted to play as many snaps. But we do know Brady, whenever he has a receiver that he loves, they it might be a Wes Volker, uh Troy Brown way back in the day. Uh, I, I think uh, Blanche was a wide receiver back in the day, but he was early on with, with his time in, uh, in New England. I mean, when he finds a receiver element that he loves, he throws to them all the time. And Gronk and Brady already have a, a connection. I don't think Gronk would have come back if Brady didn't say, hey, man, come on, we got some special." Oh, of right course, now. absolutely. I don't think, I don't think it would have come
0: back at all. Absolutely. I um, now, quickly, um, quickly before we continue, um,
1: it's official. The Bucks are eliminated. The Heat have moved on. So Giannis goes home again. So I just want to point that out there. Um, also to um, you meant like I don't, I, I don't like. I'm not high on the Colts. I, I'm not really high on them. I like Philip Rivers doesn't really move the needle for me. I mean, he's older, uh, we made him, like, I, he just doesn't do much for me. I'm also, um, the Bucks. everyone's really high on the Bucks. I want to see how it goes because Brady is an old man, he's 43, and I know people don't want to hear it, but he's a, he's a 43-year-old quarterback. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, he's a 43-year-old quarterback. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm not so much high on Brady as everyone
0: else is. I truly think, I think Tampa Bay's not going to get to the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter. Why? Why? Also- Have you I'm learned not. nothing from Tom Brady's career? When you oh doubt Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady says, <laughs> you doubting me? Time to put on the cake, uh, and Daddy has to uh, go to work. Listen, 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 Nick Bayless.
1: Calm yourself. This is what got deal with Jay. He, he he he's becoming Nick Foles. Everything Brady. He does the fact that the man's 43 years old. He can't throw down the field as, off as he is, and he didn't have a weapons. Now he has the weapons, but he still can't throw down the field because he's 43 years old.
0: All of a sudden, Brady's gonna revitalize his career. That's right. And Brady's gonna take the pain. That's right. And, and 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 then and then also too, the last time, the last time Tom Brady had a rookie offensive lineman. It, it was either twenty fourteen or twenty sixteen.
1: And what happened that helped them win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And it said what for Canada and Notes, it will be Christmas every day.
2: I'll, I'll help you out a little bit because I'm not high on the Bucks either, It's not just because of like this game for Tom Brady. One thing that you find with Bruce Arians um, offenses, and I was I went through this with uh, Andrew Luck, um, Bruce Arians was here, Chuck Pagano's first year here uh, as the head coach for the Colts. Chuck Pagano wasn't able to coach due he to health issues, so Bruce Arians was not on the OC. He was the interim head coach. We saw it last year with Jameis Winston, as he, when he was a quarterback of the Buccaneers. Bruce Arians was the head coach calling plays. Bruce Arians loves to throw the ball and air the ball out, throw it deep down the field. Andrew Luck had an elite arm. Um, as far as deep, deep, deepness-wise, he had to work his accuracy a little bit. Um, but he had an elite arm when it came to arm strength. And Andrew Luck really excelled with throwing the when he could throw the deep ball. Accuracy wasn't always the best. But then when we saw that early with the Colts, We've seen it with other quarterbacks. Um, we also saw it with, with James Winston last year. Yeah, you saw the 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But Jameis Winston also threw the ball for over, also threw for over 5,000 yards. I don't think I don't, I don't think that was a fluke. I don't think any of those numbers were a fluke. James bad with making decisions. Two the to 30 touchdowns, threw the 30 through 30 ints. Also, two for over 5,000 yards. I think that was really a true view of how Bruce Arians' offenses are ran. Now, that's the factor in, Tom Brady's arm strength isn't what it used to be. That's not a knock on hand One of you mentioned a 43 or 43 years old. I did. I it's, did. I a, it's a, it's a natural, prog- natural progression. People get older. You can't do things you used to. Also, Tom Brady never... Tom Brady does the deep ball with Brady Balls, but most of the time he's a d- dink and dunk kind of a guy, surgical kind of a guy. So I have no problem saying that Tom Brady and... Um,
0: you do know that's Brady, still going to exist, right? Tom Brady is not going to run Bruce Arians' offense 100%. There is no way. no, There is no way. You don't have Tom Brady in your system th- thinking you're going to do everything your way. Bruce Arians has to indulge Tom Brady. He can tell Jameis Winston to go F himself. He's not doing that to Tom Brady. Bruce Arians needs Tom Brady more than Tom Brady needs Bruce Arians. Tom Brady has had success. Tom Brady does not need Bruce Arians.
2: <laughs> Say that again? Say that one more time.
0: Bruce Arians needs Tom Brady more than Tom Brady needs Bruce Arians. It's true.
2: So, do you, so if you're still, if you if you're going off to of that thing that it's more Bruce Arians needing him, if Tom Brady is with was with another coach, do you think or another team? Let's just pick a random team I'll go down on my on my list. The Baltimore Ravens. If Tom Brady was on the Ravens, do you think they would go to the Super Bowl?
0: No. Why not? Why? No. Why not?
2: Absolutely
0: not. Why not? Absolutely not. Why not? Why? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why? Because Brady, because Brady you got too much hate to in your heart for Tom Brady, man. You got to stop. You got to stop. I
1: don't have hate for Tom Brady. My team beat Tom Brady twice. I don't hate Tom Brady. I just I just want to let you know that if Tom if Tom Brady right now in his age could go to any other team, I'm st- like. He is a, he's what we call, um, what's that, what's your word we're looking for? Oh, yeah, a game manager. That's exactly what he is. Now. Oh. He's a game every manager. Quarterback, every quarterback
0: is a game, it's, it's, it's their job is to manage the game in some aspect. Uh, I'm not I to somebody? not Who manages the game better than Tom Brady? Who? Uh, That's right, nobody. Uh, so, oh sh- God, you, uh, you, you shut your face, you dirty uh, little hamster. Your team sucks. You shouldn't even be in this conversation. See, see, Go see, away. You see,
1: see, see, see what is, Jay? It's
2: emotional. It's emotional. It's emotional. <laughs> I'll, just, Look, I'll, I'll make one last comment about
0: this. I think that the Bruce Arians, Tom Brady thing, uh, I wouldn't say. I think it's equal. I think Tom Brady may actually need this. Uh, may, may need this, these weapons more than other Right, right, realize. right. The weapons, but um, not Arians. Well, Arians, and the weapons go with, with Arians, I don't think the Tom What Brady did the Buccaneers do last year <laughs> with, without a quarterback? What did they do? Did they go to the title game? Did they go to the division round? No, the Buccaneers need a quarterback, right? No one, oh no one had the Buccaneers. No one had the Buccaneers for title game talk last year. They get Tom Brady. They got them at title game talk. It's no, it's, it's, it's no coincidence. I'm a person. I'm a person. You have to show me that Tom Brady can do this now without knowing that Bill Belichick is
2: masterminding the defense the like he has been. I don't know, man. The defense of the Buccaneers has been questioned. There's been good moments. There's been bad moments. The offense of the Buccaneers. There's been good moments with Jameis, and there's been bad moments with Jameis. We gotta wait and see what kind of quarterback Tom Brady is going to be. If it's deep balls, if it's changing how Mike Evans runs his routes and the, route to, the kind of routes that he runs, you have to. I, I'm just a person. I gotta wait and see. Quick so, question. Because if, it, if, if it's a lot of deep passes again, look, man. I'll tell you right now, without saying anything, I don't have the buck to the playoff at all. Um, and I truly think it is because it's just something different, and I just don't know how, I just don't believe in how they're going to hold up, but I just think that the NFC has so much firepower with other teams right now to say the Bucks won't make the playoffs, and if they do, I think they'll want it done.
0: Who would you rather have right now on, on your team, Jameis Winston or Tom Brady?
2: Decision making is bad for Jamis. I gotta
0: go with Tom. If those offense fits Tom Brady, I gotta go with Tom. Plus, plus, they're, they're gonna they gonna run Dink and Dunks also. It's not, a, it's not a bad statement like saying Tom Brady makes better decisions than Jameis Winston. It's not a bad Oh, me. of it's course not. A bad plus, plus, everyone likes to make fun of Dink Dunks, but if that gets you an extra 15 to 20 yards, why should any. Buddy, Make fun of that. Tom Brady is gonna do that with the Buccaneers too. They're, they're gonna do that. If, if if people truly believe it's gonna be all deep balls, they're poorly mistaken. And can Tom, Also, if anybody thinks that Tom Brady can't throw 50 or 60 yards four times a game, that's a problem too. If you look at the way Tom Brady threw last year, he didn't have a bad season. He had a good season. Did he do his best that he normally does? No. But even though he's older, he's not playing like that. So people just saying looking for his age. Remember, he he won a Super Bowl at 39 and 41. And and that defense, that defense did falter. They didn't do that great either towards the end of the road. So people gotta remember that. Everyone everyone wants to hate on the goat. But he's a go for a reason. So James, you can go take a walk in uh, trash wagon. Listen, listen, listen. We're gonna move on from this because you're you're obviously too emotional for the subject. Obviously, oh 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 oh, oh now, too emotional. Now, oh. Now, now now yes. Now anyways,
1: I think the most interesting thing about this football season is COVID. We just just got just gotta break the news that a college football game during lead Tech and has been postponed.
2: I guess three bulldogs have departed for COVID nineteen. How do you think the NFL is going to manage COVID now? Um, probably do a Lincoln Riley thing in Oklahoma and not releasing all the info and keeping that in house, like a lot of medical stuff. Is. Um, but I have a problem with that. If I'm sick with something. Um, I don't want everybody to know that I'm sick with something. Now I can see if it's a phone and I can't, I can't play because of uh, I, I told my kill Achilles or something like that. Um, but I think the NFL is going to do more of a Lincoln Riley aspect. You don't hear a lot about players that have viruses playing football uh, when they have them throughout the season, because we all know the flu is out there. There's other viruses that aren't the flu, but they're at, but they're always out there every single year. That if someone gets it, they just don't talk about it. They just keep it in house and then they keep moving. Um, I as personally, me, um, I'm, I, they say I always making a popular opinion. I am not a big fan of. Uh, I'm glad to postpone Baylor and, and whoever they're playing versus the canceling. But the whole one person gets on to go shutting everything down, uh, I've never been a, a fan of that. Um, mainly because you shut things down, you may
0: to cancel completely, and people can't work. And I'm not a fan of people not being able to work. You know what it is? That that the NFL kind of faltered a little bit. The NFL thinks that everything evolves around them. So... They should have done a bubble from jump, right? You can't,
2: uh, you can't. You can't do a bubble with that many people, and a bubble wasn't really the one thing a bubble does. Oversee with the NBA. Uh, well, NBA players are different than NHL players. I'll, I'll stop that there. Um, but, what, but I don't think you need a bubble to play in the season. I don't think you need. A, I don't think you need a bubble at all. I wouldn't have a problem with the NBA or the NHL playing in their respective places. Uh, I understand why they did one in the NHL because in the NBA because Canada's not allowing people from outside of the country to enter, so Toronto would have to play inside uh, the U.S. I know the Toronto Blue Jays
0: had to play inside the U.S. versus playing in Toronto, because if they were going to play a season, they couldn't play in Toronto. The NHL has a lot of
2: international athletes, and so they had to either play in the U.S., play in Canada... Or figure something out because they really couldn't plan the home places because if they did, you <laughs> couldn't have to travel back and forth between Canada and the U.S. Um, but I, I don't think the bubble's really needed um, at all, honestly. And I know it's a, I know I think different than a lot of a lot of people possibly. Um, I just don't think that. Think about this. I'll put it this way: even if a bubble was the only way this could go on, and I'll follow up with this later on. You have fifty-three plus sixteen players, so 53 players on the active roster plus 16 players. I know they've added other players there, um, the 16 on the practice squad. That's a lot of people, and you add on the uh, equipment staff, the coaches, the medical team. You're looking at over 100 people per team traveling to a place. So if you're looking at uh, over 100 people, you have to find, let's say, places for them to practice, places for them to um, uh, to eat, for them to stay, I and mean, even want to go to all Let's just say it's AFC to NFC. Well, you got to think 15, well, no, 16 teams per conference, 100 people per team, roughly. It's just a guess. That's not right. adding the broadcasting team, even though they could be doing it remotely. That's very, very, very tough to do for a bubble aspect for that many people, especially when in a lot of places, they don't want people traveling in, or, in and out of their state or even out of their city. It would be very, very hard to accommodate that, especially the hotels may like because it get to book book stuff for a long time, that may be good for them. Restaurants places may like it because you get to have uh, restaurants that can get a lot of business and get bigger tips than normal, but I just don't see that. I don't believe that. Also, one tidbit that I noticed um, throughout this whole entire summer, you think about high school, Little League, AAU, middle school, there's been sports going on for those age groups, even college age groups, the entire summer. Even going back to the spring, I believe it was Iowa, I believe their high schools didn't shut down. Their high school sports went on the entire time. And nothing changed. So I, I, I you, you don't need to shut things down. Things can still go and still be played. In my personal opinion, with everything going on, um, just because it can. I did mean, actually, if you – the bubble in the NFL, great. But if, the, but if you're saying, oh, we're going to still back on games or we're not going to play because of X, Y, or Z, you're actually, at the end of the day, making players and – Coach it honestly because they're acting on this as well. More susceptible to the fires than they would be if they were playing because working out builds your immune system, helps your lungs, all that stuff, which ultimately could spike the virus in ways that we wanted to. Um, because you don't want anyone to have crazy, drastic effects if they get it. I agree, man. I think this is, um.
1: This is probably one of the things that the NFL is going to have to really navigate. And also to ask you this question, there are certain teams that's going to be allowing fans. through the state by state governor. We heard that Colts are going to allow um, um twenty five hundred fans. We heard Broncos are going to do this. I know Jerry's going to be doing So, um, what are your thoughts on like certain teams are allowed to have fans while others have not? Like. You know, the Seahawks are not going to have fans for the first few games. Buffalo says they're not going to have fans for the first few games. Giants and Jets are not having fans until further notice. Um, what are your thoughts on all these teams? Just Some um, teams having fans, the other teams don't.
2: I think it's a good scenario because I heard one person today, I hey, know you're going to ask me this, but I heard one person today say it would be great if the NFL did a uniform uh, decision saying, um, everyone's going to have, it's all or nothing with the fans. I actually think it's a really good, um, thing that some states are going to have. Some teams will have fans and some will not. It sucks. that so far Stadium there in LA, uh, the new stadium there will not have fans when it opens. I hate that. Um, I do understand why maybe the local, I, I can see the thought process. I'll put it that way. That the local officials, they also there, say no fans in the stands. But think about it. I'll, I'll put it this way. Games are more better. They're easier to enjoy. No matter, play, no matter if you're playing or if you're viewing it like we are from our TVs at home or if, we go, if we're go, able to go out whenever we go out, it's more enjoyable to watch and enjoy when there are fans there easily. Also, most stadiums in the NFL will be able to, a capacity is probably fifty-five to 65,000 people. Um, That's a low range. I know some, I know Jerry's World, believe, has about 100,000. Um, you get some that are 70,000, 75,000. Um, capacity, full capacity there. Now, I don't, I don't expect that throughout any time period throughout the season. I can see probably 50 to 60, maybe 65%. This could be just me and my own wishful thinking. Also, uh, this whole entire thing that I, I know more fans means uh, better for the players, better for the viewer and everyone involved. But if you think about a large stadium like that with social distancing, which one, which has um, been preached all since March, uh, mask wearing, which has been preached since March, there is no reason, in my personal opinion, you can't have 25% capacity um, where you're having everybody different, everybody spread out, probably 35% capacity, everyone spread out, a family building sitting in certain areas um, where that's the thing. There is no reasonable, in my personal opinion, why that can't happen. And people can spread out because stadiums are huge. I mean, there's no, like, if you want to cut it down to half capacity and say, look, if you want to be here, you got to sit way at the top of the stadium. Just to get a seat here. If you want to be here that bad, we'll sell you the ticket. Trust me. There will be a lot of people doing sports. that because they really want the sport. And I, 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 I drastically, and I know it isn't going to happen, but I would love to see where teams are like, man, forget this. We're going to spread out. We're going to utilize the space that we have and bring people in. It, it brings more jobs. Um, it allows people to uh, enjoy sports in a way that, that you can't from watching it at home. Also so here i'll, I'll do i'll find it with this just locally here in, Indian, in indianapolis um here in Indian, indianapolis they have a big race it's called the indianapolis 500. i don't know if you guys have heard yes. of it um okay so for that race originally it was lifted at 25 percent capacity the local i think the, i think the guy heard somebody say the governor got involved and said no no fans at all which which really i, I got a buddy that likes that race loved that race has gone for 20 years straight and he was really upset when he couldn't go so no fans could go there have a like a semi not a semi pro but a low like a professional soccer league it's not MLS but it's one level under that. They can have in the same stadium as the Colts five thousand fans, but the Colts can only have twenty five hundred fans. When you All look right. at the totality and different areas, when you look at what's going on with this sport in one stadium can have this capacity, another sport in the same stadium can have another, it really confuses you as far as what is the thought process some areas versus others why are things not uniform Um, why are some states open why are some states not it would love to be uniform i understand why it's not it's what makes our country unique um but the whole capacity thing man i try not to think about it because the more i do i get very confused because Uh, numbers don't make sense based based on what's going on and uh yeah it just really confuses me that's going to have to wait unless i get a lot of money i'll drive down to louisville two hours south Go to Louisville Cardinals game, but right now going to enjoy everything at home and uh, enjoy the
0: sports that I can. You know what? Too, it's like you would think that, um, and, and we are recording again, but you would think that with the year people has has had, that professional sports w- wouldn't take advantage of that. Like you know, a bunch <laughs> of people have lost a whole boatload of money, right, from not working or are making less less money um, that you would think they say, okay, if this, if this ticket was normally $175, why don't we make it $75? Or $100? Because if you show people that you care just a little bit, they are more likely to come, and even come in the future. Now, now, of course, no one's losing fans. Like, like, um, earlier, Michael K., he's the radio voice for the Yankees, TV voice, uh-huh. and 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 he said, you know, if the if Yankees want people in the fans next year, they got to play better. And I was like, they're coming no matter what. They're coming no matter what. People will spend thousands of dollars on their season ticket plans no matter what next year. But it's just about this year and... I, I do think that if your state can get fans in, let them in. It shouldn't have to be all or nothing. Because it's not fair to the people in Indiana to not have fans just because the people in New York or Chicago, you know, for them to not have fans. So, so if, that, if that specific state can allow to employ those people, get, get the people in the ballpark... Have have them sign the waiver. Mask off only when eating or drinking. You know what? Let it rock.
2: Yeah, think about this. You mentioned you mentioned the job and people losing money and all that kind of stuff. Think about this though. Um, I, I've heard of Michael K. I don't listen to him religiously. Um, I just know that he does stuff there in the New York area. Um, but that comment he made, I can I can see now. If I'm a host of a show and I want the team to play better, that comment may come out. Um. I personally wouldn't, I don't know if I would say that. But I can see, like, oh, yeah, if you want people to come in? You got to make better. That's a great motivator for players to say directly to them you, Well, you're the host of the show. And I'm, just, I'm like, yo know, I'm like, look, man, it's the Yankees. It's baseball. We love this team. We love this game. We're, we should go to the game no matter what. So I get I, I, I what he's maybe where he's coming from, the thought process, but I, I can't really agree with it. Um, but the thing about this, though, people losing money, your part of the world in my part of the world. Here in Indiana, you got Notre Dame, you have Purdue University, Indiana University, just a brief biggest colleges here. Indiana State out west, in Western Indiana, Indiana where Ray Bird went. I believe the only one playing right now football is Notre Dame. So one out of the four, you're thinking, these college towns, there's no fall sports for, the, for these schools. There is nothing for the college kids to do. There's not bringing in the extra revenue. The schools are losing, on average, 35 to 40% of their athletic department uh, revenue because things are shut down. If you go to your part of the world, Syracuse, you go to St. John's, you go to Rutgers, and you go to all these schools out there, and you just they are come up to top of my head. Those schools, well, if they don't have sports, I know Syracuse is having football, but I know Rutgers isn't. I don't think St. John's is doing much. If they don't have stuff, you're not just losing, losing money for your own athletic department. You're losing people in your own college towns and college communities that maybe can't pay rent, that maybe will have to full shop and close down their restaurant that's been there or the that has been there for 40 or 45 years as family-owned. But because of this, we can't do anything. I think the long-lasting effects, man, of not having fans, we could possibly be saying this for 30 years. Now, I don't think sports will be seeing the effects of it for 30 years down the road. But I think this like the community, communities themselves may be seeing – the long-lasting effects of, of not having chance there in the stands um, for quite a long time. I agree, man. I totally I get where you're coming from. And I, I, um, the, the,
1: in New York, the Yankees are the most popular team in New York. So the Yankees have the biggest fan base in New York. I mean, outside of the Knicks, because because New York is a basketball town, the Yankees are the most popular team right now. And, and like, if you said, and if you tell um, people, hey, you know, we're going to let people come, but, you know, 50% capacity, spread out the New the Yankee fans will come. Just like if you say, hey, we're starting the NBA, but only 50%, you know, the Knicks fans are going to show up like Jones. I think it's because of the teams in New York and the popularity of the Yankees, I think teams are going to come. Now... I want to go division by division. I'm gonna tell you. And I'm gonna name each division, and you're gonna tell me who's who's gonna win. Okay, Jay? We we in football.
0: And football. I'm yeah, division by division. Football. I got you. Let's do it. Give
1: me one uh, second. Let me, let me, give me one second. Let me get up. North. Uh, okay. Vikings. NFC South. Saints. NFC.
0: Alright, give us the predictions.
1: Okay. Where do we go? <laughs> the three wildcard teams. You have you have the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Saints, and the 49ers. And now who are your three wild card teams in the NFC? Seahawks, Cardinals, and Packers. Okay. Now let's now let's now let's shift over to the A- AFC. Who wins the AFC? The Bills. Whoa. The AFC. <laughs> wait, wait, you'll call me afterwards, it? AFC North. The Ravens. AFC South. The Colts. AFC West. Chiefs. Who are the three wild card teams in the AFC? <laughs> Say it
2: one more time for me. The three wall card teams in the AFC. Steelers, Browns, and Broncos.
1: All
0: nice. right, all right, all right,
1: all right, all right, all right, all
0: right, all right, all right. Seriously, 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 seriously. Why, 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 why? Do you hate Cam Newton? Why do you hate the Patriots? Why do you seriously think? I need first. I need to know. Are you on drugs? I need to know if you're on drugs right now. That that's question number one. I need to know why you have the Bills winning the East. That's number two. And I need to know why you don't even have the Patriots making the playoffs. What was the
2: first question you asked?
0: Are you on drugs? (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, that that, that answers number one. And I will need to get you on a lie detector test because I think you're full of it. So question number two. Why do you have the Bills winning the East?
2: I it's a weird feeling, man. Um, sometimes I get these I get these thoughts where I think one team will um, prevail um, in a division. And we think about the Jets, the Patriots, the Dolphins, and the Bills. I think last year we saw a a, a, a crazy good defense last year from the Bills. Um, Quarterback wise, question marks. Um, but they really played a lot better like than what a lot of people expect. When you think about the Dolphins and the Jets, I don't. Personally, I don't expect much from them below 500 teams this year. And I'll just tackle the one you, if you're waiting for, the Patriots. Look at how many players that have decided to opt out of this team. And you're, you're putting in a quarterback that hasn't been healthy since, I think, 20, the first half of 2018 in Cam Newton. Um, no, and I know I, I said this earlier, not having preseason to me is not just going to be a bad thing for young players or players that are trying to make the team. But it's also going to be a, a bad thing for guys that are on new teams, new rosters. Because, yeah, it's great. They have scrimmages, and you got Tom Brady in, in Tampa. Um, you got Cam in New England. Okay, great, cool, whatever. Also, you gotta think about it. Uh, Cam Newton has primarily played in nice weather. And I know Carolina, the weather does get kind of cold. Carolina, Carolina and Auburn, in Auburn, Alabama, Alabama, that's nothing like the weather that you find in New England. And I think you won't. I think the cam. We may see a good cam. I'm not saying it's going to be an elite cam. I don't. I don't expect camp to be elite this year at all. But we may see a good cam this year. As the weather starts to change and the weather gets cold, it could come early because today, yesterday in Colorado, those different parts of the country, yesterday in Colorado it was 93 degrees. Today it's snowing. It's probably going to throw the ball from 93 to like a high of 35 overnight. So think about that kind of stuff happening. Think about Cam Newton in cold weather. I just don't see that formula working out for Bill Belichick. When I mean, you have that many pieces missing, goal, that many people, that many players opting out, I just don't see them making the playoffs this year.
0: How many? How many yards and touchdowns and interceptions do you think Cam will do this year?
2: Probably twelve ints. Uh, maybe twenty-five touchdowns. Um, maybe three thousand yards. Um,
0: twenty to fifteen interceptions.
2: No, 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 no. Ten to fifteen. Sorry, ten to fifteen. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and say fifteen. I won't say I won't say ten. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I was I was thinking of ten. Uh, ten. Early, you so know. Probably fifteen. Probably uh, fifteen ints. Three thousand passing yards this year. Um, I mean, it's Cam Newton. It's a Bill Belichick offense. All right. He, he hasn't played much, and like I told you earlier, I, I keep saying this over and over because I really feel like this is going to be. It, it, it's, it's something that has just been all, all my life for a while. You're going to see Joe, Joe Burrow. Now Joe Burrow, they flourish. You may see Cam flourish. I don't know, but when you got guys that do offenses and they can't, if they haven't been able to vote against somebody that's been able to steam them and game plan against them, it's man, it's going to be tough for these guys the first few weeks. I, I really think that you're going to see the Patriots struggle early kind of some flashes of things that could be good in the middle of the season and in the fourth quarter, as I call it, the latter part of the last four games of the season. I just, I think they're going to fold, man. I just don't, I just don't see them doing it this year. Um,
1: now, if you, if you were to, um, you know, this is another way too early projections. Um, this is a way too early projections and I love this. Um, who do you think, um, who do you think, um,
2: Will be your offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Wow, well, having a list in front of me. Defense, Chase Young. Um, offense. I want to go wide receiver. Um, I'm kind of torn between a Joe Burrow and a CD Lamb as my offensive guy. A uh, Joe Burrow is a rookie quarterback, and normally they're not too hot even though we have AJ uh, AJ Green back well, say backing. She joked wasn't there last year. Um, I'll go C D Lamb and Chase and Chase Young, um offensive and defensive um, rookie of the year.
0: Give me Jerry Judy. Um, um, I'm probably gonna go Chase Young on defense because Chase is gonna be a
1: monster. I wish he was on my team, but you know, Nick decided to curse the Giants by having them beat the beat the Washington football team last year. And Daniel Jones had his best game of his career so far, and now we have Andrew Thomas. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I think, um, I think. Uh, Chase Young will be defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go Jerry Judy. Now, I think the Broncos, Um, it might be a little bit limited with the Broncos because I know on defense, Bob Miller's out for the year, so that sucks That sucks from their defense. But I think Jerry Judy is going to be better than C.D. Lamb. And I'm not just saying that because I hate the Cowboys. I think my boy Jerry Judy's going to win offensive
2: rookie of the year, and I got Chase Young winning defense rookie of the year. I think get down with that. Um... And I, I think I went with C. D. Lamb because he has a quarterback that I can trust, um, and, and Dak Prescott. And I can really see the Drew and the York Broncos, and Jerry Judy thing working on very well as well. Uh, I would trust me, man. I wanted. I would, it would be nice if you can get Joe Burrow to go high to to the Rookie of the Year and have a break, have an amazing rookie season. But most of the time, rookie quarterbacks they don't do very well because the game is so much different. And people are so much faster, quicker, stronger, and smarter.
0: I just I just can't do Joe Burrow, man. Again, Why Lock do and, you um, trust Lock, Dak Judy Prescott? And, uh, Judy um, and Lot Together, that may be a tandem,
2: man, that we start saying, uh, um, <laughs> we start putting, putting their highlights up on Twitter, retweeting them because they're playing so well together.
0: Why do you trust Dak Prescott? I agree, man. I, I totally agree. Um, so another big one, um, obviously, this, this is for me. All right, so I need to know, why do you trust Dak Prescott? Why what? Why do you trust Dak Prescott? Um, trust as
2: far as what?
0: You just said thirty seconds ago that the Cowboys have a quarterback that I trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I trust him to move the ball
2: around. Um, to uh, to um. Throw the ball around, throw the ball around the yard, um, to score touchdowns, stuff like that. Um, I thought it was a like, late game situation. Do I do I trust that Prescott to be able to lead to win a game for me? Um, now I'm not that far with that Prescott yet. But I know, I know, I know he has a good arm on um, the that, that, that gets knocked uh, more than what I think it should be. Um, I trust that to get TD on the ball. I'll put that out there. Um, to, to, to score points to put points on the board, I do that. Um I only say trust you doing doing because 'Cause I'm not sure if I, I I don't know if I can trust Zach to be an elite quarterback that I can trust in crunch time or in the third quarter, second quarter where we just desperately need a first down or a fourth down conversion, those type of moments. I don't know if I can trust Dak to do that to lead me deep into the playoffs just yet. But no man, when it comes to Dak throwing the ball around forty five hundred yards 4,000-plus uh, yards year after year year, eventually he'll have multiple 40-plus touchdown seasons. I think, also, I think I can trust that to do that. I think that, you can trust that to do. I agree. Um,
1: Now, as, as, as the guy here, Jay, I am a New York Giants fan. Um, I'm not a Patriot fan, and you know this. Um, between the Giants and the Jets, um, cool. I know actually the better question is, Do you think Daniel Jones, what's more likely? Daniel Jones has a better sophomore season? Or does Sam Donald take the next step in year three? I know it's a tough question, but if you had to say which one you're more confident in. Ooh. Wow. I think both are going to happen. Do I think which one I'm more confident in? Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, probably a Donald because normally um, the type of jump I'm thinking of of uh, Daniel Jones. I don't know how much. I, I don't know how high I'm saying uh, he'll he'll be five steps better or ten or ten steps better. I don't know if I can go that far. I think it'll be better than he was last year. I mean, since it's rookie the year. Um, There'll be times he will have a, a somewhat of a sophomore slump, but it'll still be better than last year. I think uh, Donald does move uh, better. If I say who who who, who, who better, I'll probably say Sam uh, Sam Darnold. Um, will really close, man. It's really close. I think uh, Joe Judge and uh, Daniel Jones together that could be something that could work wonders. Um, but it'll probably be Sam Darnold. I,
1: yeah, I, I probably would say I probably I, I'm I'm probably gonna go um. I'm probably going to go Daniel Jones only for this reason only. It's because I know Joe Judge is a near fight, but it's just more of the organization. Giants are mostly more. Giants' organization normally is the better run. Normally. The better run organization out, outside of the Jets. But I can. Um, I think it's more organization. because I don't know if I trust. Um, I don't know if I trust. Um, I don't know if I trust um, Adam Gase. I don't know because the players don't seem to trust him. The players don't don't seem to be on board. So uh, it's hard for me to trust. It's hard for me to trust him if the players don't seem to be on board with it. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's the problem. And and Darnold's and having a real up like I think uh, Jones has better weapons, but it's not saying much because, you know, Giants have a lot of good number twos. Giants have a good number twos and threes. They don't have like an elite number one receiver. The Chets have a lot of slots.
0: <laughs> Alright, James, you're rapid oh fire. All right, Jay.
1: Um, we're gonna end this with rapid fire, so I'm gonna ask you some quick questions. You're gonna give me the answer to the top of your head. You ready? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Uh, is um h- how many more years would you get Bill Belichick? Um, over, under three or more? Um, over. Over, okay, fair. Um are the Bill if the Bills win the division, um, how far can the Buffalo Bills go? One and done. Love it. um, do you think Joe Judge will be a good head coach for the Giants or will the Giants be looking for another head coach in how many years? In about three years?
2: I think it'll last three years. I, I think it'll last three years there.
1: Um, do you think? Tom Brady will win a Super Bowl here at Tampa as long as his contract is, which is two years. So if I'm Brady will brady win a super
0: bowl, you ain't, you ain't got two years. No, no, I don't. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Jay, you are I mean, breaking my heart, man. I absolutely love this. This
1: is this is beautiful music. Um, will the Saints right their wrongs and at least get to a Super Bowl appearance? Yes. Why? Yeah, okay. Why?
0: Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew Brees is missed a turnover in the last two big postseasons. Why do you expect Drew Brees to do anything in the postseason? I think he'll get a healthier, I think he'll get a healthier uh, Alvin
2: Kamara this year. I know he had, he had a little elegant thing right now. He'll get a healthier Alvin Kamara. I think the defense, it's going to has to many weapons, man. Um, that team is loaded on both sides of the ball, and it's, I, I'm not going to say it's like, destined like it was previously, but when you get knocked out by the Vikings twice, and you have a passive pass interference that should have been a pass interference called, and you don't get to, to the Super Bowl, but we all know Drew Brees is going to be out of here soon, eventually. I don't expect Drew Brees to be the elite, elite, elite guy he, guy he once was. I think this team has too much, and Alvin Kamara, I think, is a big difference this year. with hope it does get uh, deep into the playoffs and back to a Super Bowl. I think first one since two thousand nine. Um, a few more. Um, who? He, who do you um, Who do you think
1: um, Who do you think uh, in the uh, in the NFC is a team, is another another team sleeper team to be look out for in the NFC um the Cardinals or um, Cardinals or and I'm gonna go on the limb I'm gonna go Cardinals or Eagles which because the Eagles another team that no one's really talking about oh the Cardinals oh respect respect um. If Dallas does not win a Super Bowl in the next three years, how will it look on Jerry Jones? He's the owner. He doesn't play. But but you know how Jerry Jones is. You know Jerry Jones is great. You know how much that man loves his team.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't play. I don't think it's a I don't think it's an indictment on him at all. But he's built a he's built a good team. He's the owner and GM. Now you can question that aspect of the business model that, he, that he's put together there in Dallas. But he does I don't think it's a knock on him at all they don't win a Super Bowl. He doesn't play. He's the owner, the GM. He's not on the field playing at all. So, no, I don't think it's a knock on him at all.
1: All right. And the last
2: big important question.
1: Um, if, if Brady doesn't win a Super Bowl with Tampa, does it prove all along that Brady really needed
0: Belichick more so than Belichick needed Brady? you got to see what the Patriots do as well. You can't just put it on Tom. No,
1: no, no. I said what I said.
2: Jay. No, because it's a plays that they both are in their career. that What Tom Brady's doing right now in Tampa doesn't approve or disapprove anything that happened the previous, what, 19 to 20 years or whatever, how long he was in New England. That doesn't 20 have any barrier years. on that. You're not getting the same player. Now, if you, got, if you were able to go back in time and say, the year that the third championship that Tom Brady won. If you're going to um, put that Tom Brady on this Buccaneers team and say, "Well, let's see how that Tom Brady did with this Buccaneers team," that's cool. I can understand that. But Tom Brady, I think, what you guys mentioned, it's 43 years old, 20, 21st, whatever, how many years in the league? Two, it's two different things. Um, so I, I don't think they'll have happened in Tampa um, has any barometer on what did or did not happen um, there in New the England. Saying one person needs one or the other.
0: I like it. James didn't get the answer that he wanted, and that just goes to show you wh- why you don't try to do that. Right now, right, right now the Rockets are by five over the Lakers' second quarter. Do you think the Rockets will hold and take a game three lead? What's the score? They're up by five. It's 50-45. 40,
1: In the second quarter?
0: Yeah. No, I think the
2: Lakers, I think the
1: Lakers will win. I think,
2: the, I, think the okay. Rockets, win, I think the Rockets may win the next game. But I, think the Lakers, I think the Lakers win tonight. The Lakers win the series.
1: Okay. I agree. Um, last, last question. I know I said this
2: earlier, but how will the Vaughn Miller injury impact the Broncos, actually? I mean, he's an elite pass rusher. Anytime you look at a lead pass rusher, um, the, week, oh, the, week, the week of week one, it's not like it happens. Of, uh, how it happened in like June or July, where you have time to go out and scout and get somebody else in. Literally, you're playing a game this Sunday, I believe they're playing, so I don't think they're playing, oh, they're playing Monday, excuse me. They're playing a game Monday night, and all of a sudden you lose one of the best pass rushers, a leader, a captain one this It
0: team. changes yeah. everything. It's <laughs>
2: going to be huge. Now, granted, can you find somebody or a couple people to make to fill in the gap that's missing with on. Now, I don't think one person can do that. I don't even think two or three people can factor in and and fill the hole. But yeah, you can find players to potentially uh, fix or make up the, the gap that's there. But yeah, it's a huge gap. Especially when it's game week.
0: Well, Jay, as always, thank you for coming on, man. We we always love having you on. You bring so much insight, even even though you're slander for Tom Brady and, oh and the
1: Patriots are not it.
2: nice. Get, get, get over it. Get over it. Jay, you are a fantastic human being, man. You, I, I approve your slanders of to Tom Brady anytime, man. I appreciate it. I wouldn't call it slander. I just, call, I,
0: I think it's just calling it how I, how I uh, view it and analyze the game. Fine, oh, no, fine, no, no. fine. I'm Jay's, Jay's, Jay's truthful you, no, I, slander. I, I, I
2: would, I would say, I would, I'm not gonna be funny. No, I do it that just the way that I view and analyze um, the game, whether it's uh, NFL, special football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is. Just um, the way that I view and analyze what's going on. Um, I just, I, that's just the way
0: I, I see it. Um, that's just me, man. Oh, and quick thought, quick thought. Um, did you, did you see what happened? How Novak Djokovic got got taken out of the U.S. Open?
2: I didn't know about the rule until, I think it was Chris Fowler put the video up on Instagram or someone to explain, somebody put a video up explaining what happened. Um, I think it's unfortunate, but sometimes accidents like that one can cause us to lose things or to be kicked out of things that we want. Um, When you're the favorite in a tournament and you have to be kicked out of the tournament because of an accident, sometimes that happens. Um, Not just while you're playing. Um, could it be assault, could it be uh, whatever happens, You could step on the line while serving. Whatever it is, um, one accident like that. When it's a rule, that you, when you know it's a rule, um, yeah, man. Um, it's Just unfortunate for him and what happened there at the U.S.
0: Open. Yeah, I I agree. The main reason why I think they truly did it is is to set a precedent to where if we can do this to Novak, because it's very easy to say hey. You're Novak Djokovic, you've had a fantastic career, you've never done anything wrong, we'll we'll, we'll give you a break. But because they kicked him out, it's going to let everyone else know, if, if if we can do that to Novak, we'll definitely do, do that to you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was also, and this is just me being maybe a little, I, I kind of was like, not laughing at that, that lady got hit. I started laughing to get in my head. You see a ball coming at your at your face, your head, your chest, whatever, at that speed? I get it. If the game supposed to be all firm and still and not move. Look, I don't care about none of them rules. If a ball's coming at my face, I am dumping getting out of the way. And now,
0: exactly. She didn't even move. She didn't yeah. even make an attempt now, to move. Now,
2: to her <laughs> sense, maybe she didn't see it because it came from the way. Maybe she wasn't looking. But look, man. I am moving, and I can at least at some point sense something coming at some point in time. Hey, I gotta get up out, I gotta get out the way before I get hit. You move one way or another. Now, it could have been her jaw, She could have been her chest, it could have been her head, it could have been her eye. Like, it could, have, it could have been the wall. All things in a split second, you move one way or another, those are things that could have been hit. We don't know. But she didn't move? I thought, woman, you move, I would move? That's, maybe, maybe she lives her life different than I do. I don't know.
0: Alright Jay, I but agree, thanks man. again for coming on man. Always a pleasure.
2: Yes sir, yes sir. Thanks guys, I appreciate
0: it. Take, Take care.
1: Off, bro.
0: Take care. That was the great Jay Stevens. Guys, make sure you check out his podcast, the Jay Stevens podcast. He's he's very smart. He's another one of those people on Twitter that we we're, we're friends with and hopefully when life gets back together maybe we make our way down there. And we... Go to India? Why not, man? See, you know... Why Why not? I mean, hey, any anything's possible. Since 2020's been so bad, I want to make 2021 as best as possible. Like, I, I, I want to follow up the worst year in life with the best year in life. Because 2020 will go down in history. One day... When our grandkids are in school, right? The years like the years like twenty forty one. The teacher and maybe the desks are floating. Maybe maybe the schools are floating. Who knows? The teacher will be like, kids. This subject is called twenty twenty. What's twenty twenty? Well, your parents' parents. They survived this 2020. They lived through a year where regular people died. So many famous people died. People got sick of a rare disease. Pe- people lost their jobs because of this di- disease. There was a five-month time span where it stopped the sports world. And then two sports worlds went went, went in a the bubble. There was protests. There, there was more innocent lives Yet yeah, yeah, but that... Is like it's it's a part of twenty twenty, but it but it's something that's been always going on. You know what I'm saying? But it got magnified really large in twenty twenty. Right? True. True. Like so. True. That's that that's fair. Um, it put it put two sports teams in bubbles. It it yeah. made an extra spring training, and it's just going to be the kind of thing where people are going to be like, I hope this never happens to us. Um, but the Yankees lost again, and Aaron Boone, you know, and people are getting mad at the timeline. but I just want to tell you guys, Aaron Boone literally cannot talk shit about any players. How did he get this job? Joe Girardi basically told Gary Sanders to go fuck himself, you suck. And what happened? The players not, are not only soft, they're not only soft with their bodies, they're soft upstairs, they're soft mentally. They they gotta be coddled 24-7. Instead of walking up the stairs, they gotta be carried up the stairs. Instead of walking to the batter's box, they, they gotta be carried to the batter's box. They're soft. They can't take put down. And... What very few people said on the timeline, and this is something I tweeted when I first heard Michael Kay say what Cashman said. Cashman said, there is no help coming. So that makes me think, Paxton, done. Stanton, done. Judge, done. That makes me think, the 25 man, the 30 men we have right now, this is who we have. This is our team. Okay. In the past two weeks, and, and, th- and, 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 and this is with the starting rotation that we have Garrett Cole. You want to know who the best start was? j Hat. Seven and one-thirds, no runs. That was the best start in the past two weeks. So, and, and also today, of course, happy birthday to Garrett Cole. He turned 30. It's crazy to think that I'm older than Garrett Cole. <laughs> but, uh... But uh, as, as as I was saying, happy birthday to Garrett Cole. You know, it's it's weird to think that I'm older than a professional athlete. But uh, he he just turned thirty years old today, so you know, yeah. James James is about to turn that thirty year old club too in a couple oh of weeks.
1: My God no.
0: And yeah, uh, and, no. and guys and guys, I I I teased this with James in our pre show meeting, but you know on. On top of our amazing two guests to end the week before our vacation. We have a fantastic guest Monday. An amazing guest Monday. To where, yes, we're talking all things Patriots. And we'll have week one against the Dolphins to talk about. With with the amazing woman on Twitter. Her, her, Her name on Twitter is Doc Flynn. She covers the Patriots. So, so we get to talk all things Patriots. We'll talk a little Brady, Buck Saints, um, and and that's 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 definitely the game of week one, right? No game is gonna no game is gonna be better than that. No game is gonna have more stories than that. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. What what game is better than Buck Saints for week one?
1: Um, Chiefs text, Chiefs oh, text, oh, like stop! 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 I'm just saying, I'm that just game saying, is
0: not I'm better not. than Buck Saints! <laughs> Buck I Saints! Mean, Buck Saints got the Fox 425 soft for a reason! Yeah, it's
1: alright. It's okay. Not a big deal. You know,
0: it's not better than Seahawks Falcons Now that's a game Whoopee doo Seahawks Falcons gets me going Oh <laughs> Oh baby it, it, gets you, it gets you as going as Odell Beckham Jr's fetishes <laughs> and, and by the way the title of this pod Is going to be Talking shit with Jay Stevens. <laughs> that's the title of the pod and, and Jay, and J and J, I apologize now that you have to be associated with that, but but it has to be a part of the title, right? <laughs> if 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 we didn't if we didn't have a guest, it would have just been talking shit. So 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 since we always put the guest name in the title, it it just means and 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 since we literally talk shit tonight, I, I figured what the hell is a better title. <laughs> because we literally, I guess you could say we was, I guess you could say it was a shit-tastic show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the poops are flying tonight. But uh, it's it's it's, oh, been, yeah. it's been an hour and a half pod, so we
2: gotta wrap. This we're up. We're, um, we're
0: about to cut stuff now. There's there's probably a couple more things to be talked about, but we will do that tomorrow. And um,
1: last quick um, last quick update before we go. Vegas is up three to nothing, three minutes
0: left. They're gonna win game two. They're gonna tie the series up at three. So Vegas on their way to winning Who do this. you think's gonna win that series, real
1: quick? Um, I got Vegas, I had Vegas in six. I'm gonna stick with Vegas is gonna go to the Cubs. It's gonna be I had Vegas Islanders, but it looks like it's gonna be Vegas Lightning. And what are you looking and,
0: for with the islanders tomorrow? What do they have to do to be better than yesterday's bombshell?
1: Islanders have quickly islanders have to rebound. Um, they cannot let the um, they cannot let the lightning go up and down on them. They gotta be better in the zone, they gotta they gotta not turn the puck over, they gotta be much better. Attack them. Jump at them. Make sure you play solid defense. The goaltending has to not let up soft goals, and you've got to put a little bit. You got to get a little bit physical with Tampa because Tampa. What Columbus proved is that they. You got to get a little bit physical with them. So I'm expecting them to get physical, stay with their game, and to not take the puck over. I think the rebound. They're going to win game two tomorrow, so they can tie the series up. So we can have this series. If they lose game two tomorrow, the series is over. Calling it right now. i do not win tomorrow. The
0: series is over. And, and guys, we're going to do the recaps tomorrow. But, quickly, make sure y'all listen to the Supports Women and Podcast. You know, Support Women in Sports Podcast. And, make sure y'all listen to the Draft Queens Podcast. It's literally spelled like that. The Draft Queens. Um, those are two fantastic podcasts. Ran by two and two fantastic women. And, uh... We'll, we'll get James's thoughts on those tomorrow because, you know, again, it's been over, over an hour and a half. But, again,
1: I, I, I listened to the episode. You'll get my reactions tomorrow.
0: Uh, see you guys tomorrow, man. Peace. Talk to your shit.
1: Peace.